All right. Welcome to another adventure. <laughs> with Dana and I. <laughs> Always an adventure. Uh, so first thing off the hop is that we have shifted the name of this series. So we were calling it Radical Honesty. We've discovered, of course, that somebody else owns that rights to that name. So we're calling it Radically Honest instead. Same concept, different name, so that we are not stepping on anybody's toes and being honorable. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's get into it. So. So. How about another you? exciting adventure? I know, right? <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> you will laugh. You will cry. You'll come on with the journey and you will learn some pieces about what it means to be honest, what it takes to be honest, and why you actually want to put the effort into this. Because it sounds like a lot of work, uh, but it is extremely rewarding. At least that's been my experience between you and I and yeah. in other dynamics in my life. Um, I just want to hold that out for people that there's a reason to keep coming to these crazy episodes. They are yeah. dynamic. Actually, I want to just, I, I have a, an example of why, <laughs> like even yesterday was a great, I have a great example. So, you know, as we, as you'll find out, we're doing a lot of like, you know, course correcting and, and changing paths. Um, so Dana was building our beautiful new landing page for our beautiful new adventure that we'll tell you about later in the episode. And she sends me the link and I see the link and I go to the thing and I'm like, internally, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, and I just spelled my name wrong. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. And so it was really beautiful in the transition between in our relationship, because then I went back to send her an email. And in that email, I, my first people pleasing, want to sugarcoat it, um, response, conditioning, right? Conditioning, the conditioned response, the conditioned response my whole entire life. And I wanted to write this long novel about how, you know, I still love her and that she's still okay. And I appreciate that the hard work she did and try to sugarcoat the whole thing. And then I was like, wait, no, Dana and I have worked really hard to drop into just being honest with each other and not internalizing it and meaning it anything beyond what we say. So I just wrote, no, don't like it. That's it. <laughs> I think you actually said, I don't like any of this. Did I say any of it? I don't know any if I said any of it. I don't, like I don't know. But I guess I pull up the email, it. but it was definitely energetically <laughs> of like, what the fuck, bitch? Like, this is a horrible. That was the energy. <laughs> so honestly, on my end of it, I had to take a breath. I was like, I had, I felt that initially. It was like, whoa. And then I was like, oh, actually, yeah, it's probably not great. I was really dropped into a headspace that wasn't, you know, the best fit for this. So I was like, okay, let's, let's talk it through. Cause one of the things I know in the you know way you and I work in marketing is that we'll have this conversation. You hold a space and start probing a few ideas. And then I get a channel. It just drops in for the marketing messaging. And once that happens, it's beautiful. It's absolutely on point. Yeah. Incredible. Um, so, you know, recognizing that it's like, okay, it's not 
about me being a wrong or bad or any of that. It was just, okay, this doesn't work for what we want to create. Yeah. And then we got on a call and we had the conversation and we, that's exactly what ended up happening. Yeah. But I just wanted to say that that's why it's worth working through these moments of being uncomfortable or having uncomfortable conversations or setting up the stage to have that so that you could feel what you needed to feel. And you did say, when I got on the call, you're like, bitch, I put a lot of work into that. (laughs) I'm like, I know. And I appreciate all the work you did. (laughs) However, and then we talked it out and then we created what needed to be created. And I just want to show, like, I wanted to share that because that's just like one little moment. And I was talking with my partner later in the day. And I was like, you know what? I love my relationship with Dana. I love that I can just say stuff and I don't have to tiptoe through the tulips and afraid that I'm going to be in trouble or she's going to be angry or she's going to disown me or she's going to stop talking to me or I've hurt her feelings or I've offended her or any of these things. It's like, it's this beautiful piece of just being able to say what I think without having to do all of those pieces. So it some mm-hmm. it, at first it may feel like, oh, this is really uncomfortable and all this, but I'm telling you at the end of the day, it's so freeing and liberating and quick. And we resolved that quickly. Like it yeah. got resolved within, yeah. I saw the thing, we got on a call, it was resolved. Like the, the, the uncomfortable 45 minutes we were done, but that's, but I would say like the potential conflict piece lasted maybe a minute between me feeling uncomfortable, how I was going to say it to you internal, you know, you processing it for us to then come on the phone. It was like maybe a minute of that feeling of potential conflict. And it was resolved within that quick space. Yeah. And that's a, that's a really big thing. Like I see with my clients, this, this piece where it's that churning in your brain of what do I say? How do I justify this? And yeah, like long-winded emails, like the biggest thing that I'm, that I always work with clients is like, stop justifying, just take that shit out of there. Talk to the facts. Here's what I need. Can you deliver it? That is the biggest crux of like trying to be efficient in business, but it comes from this place of really letting go of our need to people, please our need for people to like us and, you know, trying to get it right. And, you know, doing all of those things. Whereas when you come from this place of like, here's what I need, can you do it? And you have no attachment to what their response is going to be. It opens up a whole new space, but what you and I are doing is like next level. Like we're really both committed to dropping into this, but I think there's, there's benefits on, you know, multiple, multiple levels, even if your person that you're working with isn't as deeply committed as you are to it. Um, there's still a lot of benefits to being able to hone these skills in, in your life and in your business. So let's talk about why we've done a, a re a, a turning of a corner. We've changed directions. We've gotten on a new track. <laughs> So one of the things that we were doing is we were, you know, showing up for you guys so that, you know, we could then all hang out in a, you know, weekend retreat. And, and we've decided that that's we eventually something that's going, we're going to do, but we wanted to offer a smaller 
more tangible, easier, more comfortable space for us to start talking about these ideas of honesty and trust and, you know, all of these pieces. But that's what we why we're doing it for you guys. But let's talk about why we had to do that for us. No, I don't want to disclose that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So Uh, here's so so content warning. We are going to be vulnerable. Who knows? We might be cry tears. Who knows what's going to happen? But we are going to be real. We're going to be honest and we're going to be authentic with you guys. So, all right. Okay. Okay. So in the time that you and I have known each other, we have talked off and on about doing something together because we're so, we both have a lot of skills. We both have hold a lot of power, a lot of magic. And it's like, why wouldn't we, you know, pair up and do something together, collaborate. Mm -hmm. That sounds really great. However, (laughs) we both have issues in sharing the stage Mm -hmm. because we're both very big, you know, personalities, big energy. Um, And then there's like a lot of stuff, uh, I'll speak for me. So I have a lot of issues in trusting women in particular, that they're actually going to have my back, that they're, you know, not going to throw me under the bus, that I'm not going to get, you know, arrested or whatever because of their bad behavior, not mentioning any names. This is not this lifetime, but uh, yeah. So Gaia has always been a troublemaker. (laughs) That is very true. And right. as long as we stay in Canada, we'll, we should be fine. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, so unfortunately that, that kind of stuff overlays into this lifetime in that, you know, there's like, I come in with this piece where it's not okay for me to let other people be part of what I'm doing. It's not, I'm not, um, some, somewhere in there is this wiring of like, don't share the stage. And that's, that's been a theme, right? Like every time I've tried to collaborate, tried to be part of a group, oh my God, you know, how many groups have, have I been kicked out of uh, because I can't get my mouth shut? You know, these, <laughs> these pieces, uh, I think these pieces overlay for, for us working together. So it sounds really great. Mm-hmm. But then when the logistics of it comes in, then all of my internal resistance kicks in and And then of course, you know, that internal resistance shows up as like, oh, I'm not going to actually promote it. And I'm going to drag my feet and, oh, I don't, you know, it's like, I'll sort of half-ass show up. So that was what was going on. And, and part of this pivot is to give us, you and I, a chance to work together on something smaller, ease ourselves in as well as other people. I mean, the topic is big. But also it's us easing in together in that smaller format so we can build more trust. And I love you. And thank you for risking and sharing that. You're welcome. So what was your ugly shit on that? (laughs) (laughs) So now let's change the subject. (laughs) I don't want to talk about my shit anymore. Fucking let's get, let's move on. Um, okay. So one of the things that we came up with around, you know, you know, helping in helping Dana, uh, feel safe and comfortable, um, so that we weren't in competition pieces 
to look at it as a team, that we were on this adventure as a team and leaning in on a team as a team partnership that resonated and was became easier for Dana. Not for me though. Fuck that shit. I like, <laughs> I, like so I said so so for for in all honesty, for the most part, leading up to that moment, I was doing really good. Like I was good about she's a separate entity. I'm a separate entity. We co-create together. Uh, that I feel really comfortable with. And if you look at my lifestyle and you look at my relationships and you look at all that stuff, that's very much how I move in the world. And it works really well. You're a separate entity. I'm a separate entity. We consciously co-share a thing and then we separate, but we're always separate. We're always separate beings, constant separation. So in this process uh, of needing to be a team, to help Dana feel good. All of a sudden, Dana feels great. And now I'm like, what? But all my shit comes up. <laughs> all of my intimacy <laughs> issues, my trust issues, my betrayal issues, everything that's happened, all the things that have happened with betrayal of past uh, relationships or with women, um, work relationships, particular with women that we're under the umbrella of partnership and teamwork and like this, not collaborative, but like really intimate, more intimate, more connected. We are a, a we of sorts in this project. So then I was like, ah! <laughs> and so, which was a beautiful opportunity for me to go look at some shit that apparently I'm still carrying and do some grieving and releasing and healing. And it was this wonderful piece of showcasing the truth. So that's what like, so I can move in a way and I can set something up in a way that feels safe or comfortable for me. And it can appear to look like everything is fine. So I think that's the piece. So for me, it appeared for like the last year and a half while we've been navigating all this stuff, I felt pretty good about like not much stuff has come out between you and I around this. And it looks very much like, oh, so guys cleared that. She's totally good. No, no, I wasn't. (laughs) It just... (laughs) Because of the framework that I had set up, because of the filter, my truth filter that I of the situation that I put into place, it didn't trigger the things that did exist there. Eventually, it wouldn't have mattered if it was because we pivoted and we had this conversation now. Eventually, that would have shown up in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And so that's the ugly part for me. And so now I'm like all leaning in and like being all like lovey-dovey and like all like, where are we? And everything's good and intimacy is okay. And the risking without the outcome and all the stuff, which has opened up a lot of possibilities, not just in my relationship, in this collaboration, but also in all of my relationships, relying on like, oh, there's some intimacy issues everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Funny how that happens. It's funny. how It's like we work on one area, it's showing up in all areas. So yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, right? It's like, it's like, you know, that's th- that when, you know, sometimes it seems like, oh, this is too much work to do. 
You know, I have other things to get done. I don't have time to process. But the reality is, I mean, it probably took us longer to talk about it than to process it. Yeah. It was, it was, it's very fast when you allow yourself to really lean in, acknowledge it fully and let it go. The, the thing I find that for most people is this, and, and I've been there. Okay. Like, I'm not going to pretend that I have not been this person to like completely resist any actual deep healing. There have been times, um, (laughs) but when I don't resist it, when I actually like, okay, what if I didn't choose to have judgment of me and I let myself acknowledge the ugly truth, you know, that I think is ugly, that I'm judging as ugly. Cause that's really what it is, is that I'm judging as ugly. If I let myself own that, mm-hmm. then I can take a deep breath and I can let that judgment go. And then there's a new space for a new possibility. That's really the crux of it. But I find that for most people, there isn't the training. And that's a lot of what you and I do is train yeah. people how to get connected with that possibility. So that you can get to this place where you are letting things go very quickly, which then, you know, it's a, it's a dynamic change in how you move in all your relationships, work, personal, family, all of it, life becomes easier. And that's a beautiful point because um, in some ways, because both of us have been consciously practicing this for a while. Um, that there's that piece that it doesn't, ha- it doesn't take us very long. So, mm-hmm. so when, so for example, it was a week ago, two weeks ago that we basically pivoted and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I need, I need some time. And it basically took me two days. Like it was a two day of doing, using my tools, doing the rewiring, all that stuff within two days, but that's been a lifetime of shit that's been attached there. And and within two days, it was out of my system, cleared, Mm -hmm. done. And so, and that was a heavy, that was a big one. That was a heavy one. And so if you take things that aren't so big, it can be like our, our earlier conversation about it only took us a minute between this is what my conditioning is. Okay. I'm going to say the thing your conditioning is to be like, Oh, that was me and you bitch to be like, (laughs) Be like, well, that's not my intention, but all right. Okay. Let's clear that. Like that only took a minute. So mm-hmm. if you look at it is that those moments of feeling uncomfortable, that's, that's uh, all I'm going to say is that it really is un- just uncomfortable feeling. And we're so afraid of that feeling, but it doesn't last very long. And we actually spend so much more time trying to avoid energy and resources trying to avoid that Mm -hmm. feeling than it is to rip off the band-aid and feel it for a minute or five minutes or even a half a day or two days in that in that in in particular case so doesn't have to be it doesn't have like I think our fear of of it is way way bigger than what it ever is when we're actually see it and look at it and release it without yeah. the resistance piece. Yeah. And, and that's the, that's the piece for, I think for anybody listening to really lean into. So, you know, when you have something coming up that is, that feels like, oh, I don't want to look at this. 
to first of all, start leaning into the fact of like, okay, what if it's easier than I imagine it's going to be right. Opening that question I find is a, is a good space to start that possibility in your brain. What if, what if it's easier? I'm not saying go to the place of like, it's going to be easier. It's like, what if it could be just creating some space and starting to the, to condition yourself in a new pattern where, okay, this is what I'd like. I'd like for it to be easy. I'd like for it to be something that I'm willing to lean into. So what would make it just a little bit easier? What if I let go of just a little bit of it and, and then gradually increasing that amount so that you're conditioning yourself and it's like strengthening the muscles, right? You're you're gradually lifting a bigger and bigger muscle and you're gradually letting go and leaning in more and more. So I just, I always like to, you know, preface this because sometimes we're shown this before and after this dramatic before and after we think, oh, uh, you know, you have to get there in one foul swoop. And that's such a lie. Like I, yeah. I see it a lot. Of course, I'm very focused on business. And I see that so much with people who are talking about business stuff this is a wee rant, but um, you know, this idea that it's like, oh, well, I did this one thing and then boom, I was able to like magically lean in and hire my team and, you know, start to create seven figure income. And it's like, fucking bullshit. Can we talk about all the things you had to do to get to the place where you're willing to do that? And the fact that like, it, like there's a process, it's not overnight. It, there's a whole lot of things that go on. There's a whole lot of mess in behind the scenes. And there was a whole lot of doubting of your own fucking abilities along the way, but nobody's talking about that because they just want to showcase this. Oh, like I got here and I can get you there too. It's like, fuck off. Okay, you done with your? Are you de- I, I, I think are I'm done, done with the rant. You're done. The rants with the are rant. good. Come all on. Right, all right. <laughs> Let's tie that back into not just from a business standpoint, but from a relation standpoint. Absolutely. Relationships. So we spend all this time avoiding uncomfortable conversations. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, in relationships, we avoid having uh decisions, making decisions because that might be uncomfortable and we're afraid of the outcome of those pieces. Um, We, all of those avoidance, the avoidance is actually way worse than just taking a moment and leaning in. Yeah. And, but that takes practice. And that's that piece that takes practice. It takes skills. It's like you do baby steps. You don't just all of a sudden be like, okay, I've had this thing that's been bothering me my whole entire life of this existence of this relationship. And now I'm going to, I've never told my partner or my friend that this is a thing. And now I'm just going to go right for it. I don't recommend that. No. To baby steps, little things, and you want to do it in stages, whatever it is, any kind of personal growth, you need to do it in stages. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So how are we going to tie all of that in now to our <laughs> workshop? <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> first of all, let's, let's talk a little bit about the workshop and I think we could tie it in, but so the, the two hour workshop that we're going to do is the first level. It is yeah. looking at how do you tell when somebody's lying? What are the markers? How, <clears throat> how can you feel that? Sorry. <clears throat> in your, both in your body, but also it's like, 
what are those indicators? Mm-hmm. And, and also more importantly, I think there's this piece of understanding what makes people lie. Mm-hmm. What, what is that? Because it's not always a straight up obvious, uh, I want to manipulate someone into, into doing what I want. We lie to ourselves and as a default, we end up lying to other people. So being able to spot when somebody else is lying to you and then being able to take that deeper and say, what, you know, what is the motivator? Is that intentional? Is that not intentional? And, and being able to really go deeper with it, right? Because there's lots of people that'll teach you, oh, you know, how do you understand the facial features and, and those kinds of things? But this is like going much deeper um, and understanding the behind the scenes, yes, which is going to allow you to navigate these conversations with more ease. So first level is really understanding how do you, how do you know when somebody's lying? and mm-hmm. understanding and differentiating what are their motivators so that we can work with that. Yeah. So it's a, it's going to be on June 9th. It's online. So you can be anywhere in the world. You don't even have to show mm-hmm. up with pants on. Just make sure that our, we can't <laughs> see that. Keep your camera up. <laughs> I don't want to see no. your no pants day. Yeah. <laughs> um, and <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should invite people to do no pants. Like really they're, you know, if anybody's following us, they are likely to show up naked on the call. Like, okay. We're just going to say that's not appropriate. Put clothes on. Yes. We need to see that you have clothes on what we can't see. None of our business. <laughs> I don't think you should even give them that invitation. <laughs> these, these people who are going to be drawn to work with us and come to this, you know, if you're, if you're, inclined to come to this workshop, you're probably inclined to be a troublemaker. I'm just saying. (laughs) All right. So for Dana's comfort level, please put pants on. Please put pants on. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently there's a boundary here that needs to be respected. Okay. So I'm going to respect her boundary that she's saying. Stop asking people to show up with no pants. So I'm, you're not allowed to show up with no pants. Okay. I I rescind that invitation. If it's a Gaia workshop on her own, you could show up with no pants. Just say that. Okay. So, okay. Set set some parameters, some boundaries. Everybody has to show up with clothes on. Okay. Yes. Uh, So, two hour Zoom workshop, um, interactive. So you're going to be able to ask your questions. You can have a hot seat if you want to have a hot seat or, you know, and, and it's really, it is the foundational pieces that, that people need for navigating in a way that is honest and open and transformative. Yes. And when you're working with us, and I think this is really important just because we said it's on zoom doesn't mean it's a, it, it's not a webinar style. It is a very mm-hmm. engaging, very interactive um, you know, embodiment of the things that we are teaching and the things that we are exploring. So um, show up with all your clothes on and your mind open. <laughs> <laughs> Only we would actually have in the thing, you must be dressed. <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
Well, you know, it's an adventure. I told it you is. in the beginning of today's episode, it's always an adventure. Always. You just never know where we're going to go. So, uh, yes. So the note, the uh, link will be in the show notes. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to having you join us live, interactive. Love to see your face and, you know, see what's going on. Help everybody. All right. Until next uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> the next crazy adventure with Guy and Dana. <laughs> Where will they go? Where will they go? Uh, and what will we talk about? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> All right. Stay tuned. <laughs> Until next time. Mwah. Oh, wait. How can what? people spend time with us? Oh, my God. And we didn't talk about who we are. <laughs> we didn't talk about who we are. At this point, they probably, if you don't know who we are, our bios well, are this, in the they, show notes it, well, and there's be, like, they could be tuning in for the first time, right? This could be your first fit, introduction to us. So oh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take advantage. Um, okay, go ahead. So uh, my name is Dana Ferentz and I am a former dominatrix, uh, high priestess and seven figure CEO helping people to get their head out of their ass so that they can get on with their world domination plans. Uh, yeah. Over to you. Um, I'm Guy Morissette. If you probably have already spent a lot of time with me at this point. Um, but if you haven't, I am a holistic sexual wellness specialist, a BDSM expert, and a pro-dominatrix, a current pro-dominatrix. <laughs> and I'm all about consensual world domination. So <laughs> that's where I'm at these days. All right. You can reach me at guyamorissette.com. And you can reach me at DanaFarrant.com, which is spelled P-H-A-R-A-N-T. And for Dana's sake, I'm going to spell my name. M-O-R-R-I-S-S-E-T-T-E.com. Because apparently after four and a half years, I don't know how to spell it. So, yeah. All right. Till next time, guys.